Aquarius Rising, Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. Aquarius Rising is a place where we reflect on why we're here and on the mystery and infinity of the cosmos. We're amazed by Mother Earth, by the galaxies and solar systems, and the influence of the planets in our lives. Astrologer and author Chrissy Blaze will give an overview of what's happening now and will reveal how you can use the magical powers of the planets to unlock your limitless potential. Find out more by visiting astrologycity.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Chrissy Blaze, and a very warm welcome to Aquarius Rising. Today, I'm going to be talking about secrets of the sun signs. I have had a bit of a hiatus since May, forgive me for that, and um, the last show is actually in the archives, and that was on the topic of life after death, so if this is of interest to you, you can reach it, as I say, in the archives. So this show today is, sometimes I, I, I go from astrology to other topics of interest, the show today is astrology. And as I say, it will be secrets of the sun signs. And I'm going to dispel some myths about the sun signs and also give you hopefully some food for thought about your own sun sign or the sun sign of someone you know. But also this, these sun signs that I'll talk about will also apply to a certain extent to you if you have the moon in that particular sign or that as a rising sign. But first of all, the type of astrology I do is called evolutionary astrology. And it's concerned about the evolution of the soul through the lifetimes. It's not so much about uh, what type of job should I get. It's more about how do I approach the job I have to make it the very best and most successful I can. It's It's kind of a different aspect. One, one of the myths about astrology and the, the sun signs is that we are born, uh, for example, in Aries one life, in Taurus the next life, in other words, you go round the zodiac. This is not true. It, it doesn't even make sense. We are born under the different signs in order to learn, first of all. And this is why we're here on earth, to learn and to evolve, to grow. And evolutionary astrology, the type that I do, says that we have many lifetimes and you're born in a certain place to certain parents at a certain time in order to work out your lessons, your karma, if you like. And so depending on uh, this is the kind of the sun sign you'll be born under. And a soul, an incarnating soul, will choose their parents for example, to give them the experiences they need and perhaps there's karmic links with those parents from the past, probably there are, and will choose the date and the time, etc. This is done by the higher part of a, a soul, if you like. So we don't necessarily have a new sign each lifetime. It could be that you are a a Libra, this life, and also previous lives, and uh, and some life in the past, I'm sure you were. 
So it's not going around the zodiac once and that's it. It's about learning through not just your sun sign, but through your chart, which is kind of like a guide to your life. It's a guidebook and it's a very useful one. In fact, I once had a student who was uh, in her late 80s. I think she may have been 90. And she was a, a very avid student of astrology at that time. It was, she was learning it for the first time. And she said, oh, if only I'd known this when I was a child, because it gives you a wonderful guide to your life. And when you at times are not sure of a direction to take, it's usually the direction of your sun sign. And I'll explain that because the sun sign in evolutionary astrology is like the path of your soul. It's not necessarily what you, the personality, would like, but it's the higher part of you urging you to learn the lessons to take this path, which is often the, high, the harder path, the higher path. I know a person who aspires to be a Leo and would love to be a Leo, but was born a Virgo. And I have other clients who say they're nothing like their sun sign. They've read all the, you know, all the things that you can read on the internet about the sun sign. Well, this is not me. And I always say, well, you're, it's because you should be. You're learning about that sun sign. You're learning about that sign of the zodiac. And the more you can do that, and the more you can inhabit that, uh, the more successful, creative, and vital your life will be. If you think about the sun, is a source of creativity, of vitality, of life in this solar system. And although the trend in modern astrology is uh, to focus on the more obscure parts of astrology, I always feel that one thing we should always go back to and we can't learn enough about is this our soul, if you like, uh, our heart. It's this higher part of us uh, manifesting through the sun sign. And another way of looking at it is that your birth chart is like the play of your life and the sun is the director of the play. So the other, the other planets um, are like actors in the play of your life that you can use in certain situations. In fact, if you're in a social setting, you want to, if you understand the meanings of the planets and different signs and so forth, you can use your Venus in a social setting. You can use your Mars to uh, get things done. You can actually use the planets and you feel their energies once you understand them. But if you're just beginning uh, in astrology, and even if you're not, it's always great to go back to the, the of the zodiac and when you're born. And today I'm just going to be able to surface because this is and I give you uh, I'm just about to go through half the signs and then next month the other half talking about the sort of the karma of the signs, the lessons of the signs. But if you are interested in a, a very, very in-depth analysis of all the sun signs, I do recommend my book Superstar Signs, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, other bookstores, because this goes really, really in-depth into what your sign is like, the karmic lessons of the sign, 
Um, and I have chosen 60 people in history who I feel embody the positive aspects of this sign. Not all, no, they're not perfect people, but they embody some of these sort of aspects of the sign. And they sort of visually draw the sign out for you in a way through their lives. And they're people from the past, people, people in the you know, present. And um, so this is one of my heart books. I've written other books, but this one I feel really came from the heart. And I really, really wrote it to help people to understand themselves a little better. And I know they say a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. But I think a little bit of knowledge can be very, very useful in astrology. <clears throat> now I'm going to first of all talk about the first sign of the zodiac, and this is Aries, and it's from March the 21st to April the 19th. Now the dates in astrology cha may change slightly. You may be born um, on what's called the cusp of the sign, near the edge of the sign, either at the beginning or the end, and you're not sure which sign you are. An astrologer can very, very quickly tell you where the sun was when you were born. It does vary very slightly. But generally, Aries are born from March the 21st to April the 19th. And as I say, whether you have the sun in Aries or Aries rising or the moon in Aries, or you know an Aries, it's good to listen and learn about all the different signs. I'm an Aries, for example. And um, I used to have a radio show, and I think you can still get it on Body, Mind, Spirit, called On the Edge with Chrissy Blaze. And this is very typical for an Aries. We like to be, or we need to be, on the edge of life. And if we're not, then we start to get stale, because this is our creative part. We're born to be pioneers. As an Aries, a karmic lesson is learning to be who we are, learning to discover who we are, and to be unique, to be free, to be uh, spirited and alive. We're here on Earth, Aries, all of those listening, learning to be original, to follow your own impulses rather than the direction of others. And once you learn who you are, then you'll gain the confidence to be yourself, no matter what the cost, no matter what other people think. Um, you have, you're here learning to become your own authentic self, that you can then become the leader you are meant to be to achieve your ambitions, and have the relationships you want. Um, and then one day, they say the sign of Aries is a very selfish sign. It's because it's about the self. The Aries has to understand the self and be the self. But one day in the life of every Aries on this path, you'll be faced with the ultimate challenge of sacrificing yourself for a cause greater than yourself. At this point, that your true Aries nature will blossom. So, you think of the uh, the brave warrior on the battlefield 
who is full of their courage and strength and full of themselves, you might say, but they will lay down their lives for their, their brothers. Um, this is an extreme example. and We're not warriors, except we may be spiritual warriors, but this is the kind of thing I'm trying to say, a, a good Aries, and I'm talking about in this way, trying to help people to become the best they can, is someone who will sacrifice their, a certain amount of their, their freedom, uh, um, their free will themselves to help something greater than themselves. Now, Taurus, the next sign, is April the 20th to May the 20th. Now, this is a very different karmic lesson, a very different soul development. Involves living fully in the physical world of the senses and mastering this world. There are many ramifications to this, both positive and negative. The Taurus learning to deal with their sensual nature and to get what you need from life and not just what you want. Now that can be a big one for the Taurus who loves, tends to love possessions. I know I have the moon in Taurus, which um, is a different kind of combination because the Taurus wants security, uh, wants a kind of a pleasant life, and the Aries needs to be out there um, on the edge. So which one do you follow? Well, you have to give some time to your moon sign uh, because that helps you to relax and so forth. But at the end of the day, decisions, um, etc., should be made by your sun sign. So going back to Taurus, you're very rooted in what you see and touch and feel. Because it's not just that possessions and material things are important to you, but you you love the, the feel of silk or the, the smell of um, beautiful perfume. It, it's just that those things are very pleasurable to you. They're very meaningful to you. You're a very sensual person. Um, the downside is that you may treat people as objects and can then be a demanding or jealous, which can lead to difficulties. Um, but you may seek <clears throat> a partner for the wrong reasons because they look great or whatever. But if you listen to your higher nature, you can nurture yourself through expressing your generosity and your love. And this is the part that you're aspiring. This is the karmic lesson of the Taurus, is finding this fulfillment by healing and helping others, uh, expressing your love um, through tending to nature. Gardening um, is a very important thing. And often the Taurus can have a very green thumb, as you say in America. We say a green finger, <laughs> green fingers. But this way you're helping the earth, which is a very spiritual undertaking. You enjoy culture and the arts, which is a wonderful thing. You like to sponsor humanitarian endeavors. You can, this generosity that I'm talking about, because often Taurus can acquire wealth, but they're here to share it and balancing the give and take in her life. Now, the Gemini, 
karmic lesson. And before I do, I think we're going to have a quick break here. Love this book. It's built around a key insight that astrology needs to take the earth itself into account. Seems so obvious that someone should have thought of it before now, and a few people have, but no one until now has picked up that idea and developed it, hoping to see more from Chrissy Blaze. An Amazon reviewer on her latest book, Earth, Astrology's Missing Planet, Reconnecting with Her Sacred Power. Thanks, Oscar. So we're going back to Gemini. That's May the 21st to June the 20th. The lifelong karmic lesson of the Gemini is to communicate clearly. All astrology books will say that Gemini is the communicator. And although it's true that most Geminis love to chat up a storm, share ideas, enjoy all types of communication devices, which usually he has in abundance, uh, especially all the latest uh, gadgets and models. He is often really lousy at really communicating. True communication is consideration for others. And Gemini can be too wrapped up in what he is doing to worry too much about other people although he will entertain you and give you the most fascinating idea or bit of gossip, it's sometimes hard to rely on his communication skills. He may just forget to tell you about an important letter or it may disappear into a black hole just because he didn't find it interesting. This lesson of the Gemini is sharing of information. It's an aspect of caring and something Gemini has to work at, even if he finds it boring, because when he does, he will find tremendous satisfaction from that, being the primary communicator, the ace communicator, the great noble messenger, if you like, that he's meant to be, to bring the light of knowledge and wisdom and love into the world, to be the great teacher, is the higher aspect of the Gemini, the karmic lesson, if you like. The next sign is Cancer and June the 21st to July the 22nd. As a Cancer sun sign, part of your learning and soul development is about the development of your psychic nature. Then you can use your uncanny intuition combined with your super sensitivity to become a powerful healer, a clairvoyant, a medium, a very, very intuitive person. You are also a nurturer with a kind, compassionate nature and empathy. And it compels you to want to help and protect other people. But you also have to learn about your own needs. So you can also nurture yourself. This is actually one of the lessons of cancer, learning about their own needs. This is so that you can give service to others, you can help others without depleting yourself. And important to spend some time alone each day in retreat or meditation or just 
sort of chilling out so you can calm yourself and find this inner peace. You're also learning to combine your intellect with your intuition and shouldn't make decisions based on your intellect alone. And the, the advanced cancer won't do that. They take into account how they feel, your, their emotional responses and intuition. In terms of uh, soul development, your capacity for deep emotional attachment with understanding and compassion is really your primary lesson. As I say, I'm just touching the surface here, but hopefully giving you some food for thought. Now, the Leo, July the 23rd to August 22nd. The lifelong lesson of the Leo is to operate from the heart. Sounds easy. It isn't. (laughs) It isn't always. You're here on earth learning that leadership, which you excel, is not about power and ego, but about service to others. Whole different thing. But once you live from the heart, you'll become the warm, strong, generous, magnetic, noble, magnanimous person you're meant to be. If you operate from your ego, which is the kind of the fallback position for most Leos, actually, you'll be overly concerned about how you look, about what other people think of you, and other superficialities. And then what you're doing is you're depleting the great vitality, which is your birthright. The ruler of Leo is the sun, of course, the source of power in our solar system. And as a Leo, you have to learn to become like the sun, constantly radiating its life-giving warmth outwards. More than any other sign, Leo understands that love is her fuel for life and often seeks uh, love and romance endlessly, actually. And this can be uh, one of the downsides. But eventually, the advanced Leo learns one of the secrets of life, that we are not here to seek love, but to give it. A huge change when we realize that takes place. A huge change. Then you'll be like the king of the castle or the queen of the castle, bestowing the riches of your kingdom upon all who need this. When you were young, you probably were apt to have heroes and images of greatness to inspire you. But ultimately, the Leo is here following their higher self, following their soul to become a hero. It's a big responsibility, the Leo. They all are. And I have to say that all the signs have very, very positive attributes. There isn't one sign that's worse than another and one sign that's better than another. They're all fantastic potential. And we're learning through the lifetimes about the potential through being born under different sun signs. Now, the Virgo karmic lesson, August the 23rd to September the 22nd. And remember, if you know someone who's a Virgo, if you have moon in Virgo or Virgo rising, this also applies to you. Oh, what was that? (laughs) Excuse me. And one of your lifelong lessons is to develop a fine discrimination and discernment 
Now, the word discrimination has negative connotations, unfortunately, and this is why I use the word discernment. You'll be constantly faced with so many opportunities to help, because Virgos love to help, that you can become frazzled if you try to attempt them all. And the danger or the downside with the Virgo is that they can use up all their energy on a million and one things and then find at the end of the day that they haven't really accomplished what they wanted to because they've been distracted by all these endless things. And if we think about it, life is an endless stream of things to do. So Virgo is here discriminating about what the priorities are for you. Because if not, life can become a treadmill to the conscientious Virgo. And they have some wonderful qualities. They are conscientious. Uh, they, are, um, they do like to live up to their responsibilities. But they can wear themselves out and then become cranky and excessively critical in the process. While the Virgo enjoys the challenge of a good project, And work is what you're good at. If you take on too much, you will only frustrate yourself and annoy others in the process. So learning, also another great thing for Virgos, because they often have a kind of a dry wit, is learning to see the humorous side of even unpleasant situations. They can do that. You came into the life at the karmic lesson, the Virgo, to undertake the sole development of refining and purifying your own nature. Your self-transformation requires taking what is base within you, and we all have that, um, and refining it through self-analysis and honest self-criticism. But in a kind way, you have to be Learning self-love is important for the Virgo. They can be too critical on themselves too. This is not what I mean. But just being very honest, understanding themselves. And as I say, then it can be one of the most positive signs. Well, all of the signs are positive. Okay, I've got time for one more sign, which is Libra. And I will have to have a part two in October the next one which will be the first Tuesday in October the Libra September the 23rd October the 23rd in this lifetime you're here learning to take the middle way the path of moderation and balance you're keenly aware of polarities the yin and yang of life and have a desire to blend the two together there is this innate tendency for you to go from one extreme to the other. But eventually, you're here to find balance. It's hard for you to maintain balance because the things we're learning in all the signs are the hard, it's the hard thing. You know, when we look at other people, we think, oh yes, well, they, they should do this and they should do that. But when you're looking at yourself, you realize that making that change to become a, a better person, to follow your higher self, It's a hard thing. It's difficult. And it's hard for the Librans to maintain balance because there's so many opposing forces and viewpoints. But eventually, once you take the higher path, you'll be able to maintain this balanced approach to life. 
One essential aspect of this path involves harmonizing opposing energies by acknowledging the mind-body-spirit connection and creating bridges with people so that healthy relationships can be created between people, uh, religions, nations alike. Relationship is key, and this is one of the karmic lessons of, of Libra, is relationship. It's key for you, whether it's the relationship between color and design when you're decorating your home or the relationship between two people or the relationship between nations. You're here as the, the moderator, the diplomat, if you like, on the higher level. So that's all I have time for today. I hope you enjoyed that and come back first Tuesday next month. And um, thank you very much for tuning in. And have a wonderful month ahead. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Join us on the first Tuesday each month at 12 midday Eastern Time. In the meantime, visit astrologycity.com and complete the contact form to receive Chrissy's bi-monthly astrology newsletter, Cosmic Cafe. Thank you for listening to Aquarius Rising Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. And may the stars shine brightly on you all.